You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Broken records, the albums you wouldn't shut up about. Broken records, the music our guests can't live without. Like Judy, Barbara, Liza, Bette, Betty, Audra, Bernadette. We broadcast this podcast with hopes that someday we might get Patty Welcome to Ben Rimmelauer's Broken Records on Broadway World. I'm Ben Rimmelauer, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Daniel Nolan. Hey, y'all. Today's guest is the star of Bravo's Real Housewives of New York City, Countess Luanne Deleceps, OG in the house. You don't know what that means, do you? I figured it out. I'm smart. Snap. Luann is also the highest paid cabaret star in Feinstein's 54 Below history mm-hmm. with her record-breaking act, Countess and Friends, written and directed by yours truly. Countess and Friends has moved on from cabaret rooms to large and often legendary theaters across the country, including the Chicago Theater in Chicago, the Warner in D.C., the Wiltern in L.A., and the Wilbur in Boston. Luann has recorded four hit singles, Money Can't Buy You Class, Chic C'est La Vie, The Girl Code, and most recently, Feelin' Giovanni. Co-written by yours truly. Feeling Giovanni. Maybe I should read those parts so you don't sound so braggy. It's okay. I'll go on Grinder later and get humbled. <laughs> Honestly, though, did I, did I tell you I've been doing so much better on Grinder? Tell me, tell me. And it's partly due to you. Oh, okay. Because I started using your picture. Oh, well, why, how come I don't get any hits when I use it? <laughs> you don't write the same words that I write. I don't agree to yeah. <laughs> It's a different picture. I don't have, um, I don't have the same uh, offerings. No, this is what happened, and I want, I want our listeners to know, because I think it could be a story of inspiration for others. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, well, um, it all started with uh, a conversation. Well, it all started a few years ago when I gained a bunch of weight for various reasons. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um... And um, I started feeling really bad about myself, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. And, the music. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, it was a vicious cycle because you feel bad about the way you look. You don't feel sexy, so then you don't take as good care of yourself, and then you look worse, and then, right. you know. And, and I know, and I've known for so many years that it's, like, all about confidence. Like, I mean, I know that's true because, like, I've seen people you know, who are ugly, (laughs) who are confident and they get it, you know? Yeah. Um, And I've seen good looking people 
um, or at least good looking enough who can't, who should have, can't get arrested because they don't have the confidence, you know? And, um, you know, it's the oldest story in the book, but knowing that intellectually, it's not the same thing as, you know, experiencing it. Anyway, so I was talking to a friend of mine, Jason Wise, brilliant choreographer, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about different people for uh, a certain project that we're working on together. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned someone and, um, who is sort of like, I guess you would say like a bear. Okay. And for casting purposes, you Uh know? Yeah. And Jason, who's this, you know, choreographer, he's a dancer, he's got a hot, tight little dancer's body, Mm -hmm. so does his boyfriend. Mm -hmm. They're both gorgeous, and, you know, and and by the way, this bear in question um, is older than me. Like, I would say, like, late 40s at least. And, you know, Jason's, like, I don't know, like, 29 or something, you know, like, aren't you all 29? But, um... Uh, but anyway, I mentioned this bear as a casting possibility, and Jason's like, oh, yes, well, daddy, let me tell you, if he's in the cast, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, I'm not naming the guy, he's like, if he's in the cast, he's my show boyfriend, you know, that's what you say, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. So, um, and I was like, I think you're thinking of the wrong guy, you know, Yeah. because I, re- I had this very hierarchical sense of the world, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in this world, like, Jason was of a higher status than than I am, and, and I felt that this guy was at a lower status than I am, you know, and I really held so tightly to this mm-hmm, belief, you know, mm-hmm. and Jason... And also that Jason, being a dancer choreographer, could be into guys with hot, tight dancer bodies. That's all I would ever have expected, right. you know, especially because his boyfriend looks like right. that, you know. But so, um, but he was like, no, I'm thinking about the right fucking guy, you know. I think I said it in a rude way. I think he was like, you know, you asshole or whatever, because I was condescending. But <laughs> yeah. well, we can cut that part. But um, we are body positive. On the we, but he was like, um, I'm thinking of the right guy. And uh, I was like, really? I just wouldn't have thought you'd be into him. He's like, are you kidding? Oh, my God. So, um uh, that just like really sat with me, mm-hmm. and then you and I the were on the beach in uh, Fire Island, and it was uh-huh. like the beginning of the summer, and it was like the one day there was sunshine, and we got like all this exposure, yeah. and like I was like getting kind of burnt, and I asked you to take a picture of me so that I could oh, see yeah. um, just the color, the color, and I wasn't like trying to look sexy, and if anything, I was like f- sticking my stomach out. It was just like like a beached whale on my like but it's chair. a very confident pose. Well, exactly. I was I was in my body, in you your know. element, yeah. In, in my element. Um <laughs> sitting down. So therefore happy. And um shout out to uh Tommy Bahama Beach. And you were like, "Oh, this is kind of a good picture." And I was like, "Oh no, it's horrendous. What are you talking about? I could never this, you know." Right. And you were like, "You should make this your grinder pick." And I was like, "No way. I would never oh. die." And I sent it to Jason. And he was like, oh, my God, absolutely, you have to, have to, have to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I did it, and uh, the um, my phone just started exploding. Oh, my. Um, and it really just, like, I realized that, like, I still was trying to aspire to what I thought I should look like, I guess, 10 years ago or something. I don't know, you know? But also, do you want to aspire to the type of guy you're into? But, like, that's not even, like, a real thing. Like... Like, the only type, like, the the different people like different things that right. doesn't necessarily correlate with, like, what type they are. It's not like all twinks like bears or, like, all Jews like, well, no, all Jews do like um, Gentiles, but. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, you are not, you don't, don't think the bear thing would have been appealing 
because you're not into that type yourself. So you... Right, yeah, exactly. So, like, I... But, you know, the funny thing is I'm even kind of into some of those guys, but it's Mm -hmm. like... But for some reason, I couldn't, like, accept myself like that. And also, if you're into those type of guys... You think of you think of yourself as not that type. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like especially in the bear thing, it's like I think also like the whole idea of like being like a bear, like the whole like culture and like all that, like it's was just so not... like unappealing to me. Not like necessarily on any individual basis, but just like just cultures in general. Like I mean, totally, I'm just yeah. not like the only culture I'm into is Judaism. That's J U D Y Garland. Yeah, you know. But that's interesting because, you know, I have been to P-Town uh, during you? Bear Week. Um, oh, yes. Do tell. And it is a way different culture than, say, Carnival or whatever that yes. one week that we yeah. went after. So, you know, and the, and the vibe is way different. And and so I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't put you in the category of bear culturally, you know? Um, right. I mean, like, I certainly don't and would never wear cargo um, shorts. <laughs> I have worn cargo shorts in my past, but, but no, like no. flannel, like plaid. Yeah, no, 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 never, no, 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 no. Maybe like a monochromatic plaid if it's like, like you know, tartan. charcoal gray and black, you know, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. navy and darker navy. Yeah, yeah, you and your blues. Shades of blue. blue. <laughs> um, tell me uh, about your experience at Bear Week. Like, did you find yourself like prized as like a piece of raw meat? No, or you because as, like, I was ignored, which was, was fine. About... I mean, honestly, to me, like the thing that I love about Provincetown and Fire Island is, you know, the community and the shows and the beach and just kind of the vibe of it. But for me, I get so intimidated and so um, stressed out by like, hookup culture and and you know that whole going out scene that it was actually kind of a relief for me I mean that sounds so douchey like (laughs) they stopped howling at the door no but it's like there's always you kind of have to like play that game a lot and that's kind of stressful for me because I'm not good at it so bear week was was fabulous because I you know I just was relaxing with my friends and having fun and shopping and drinking and you know, Dina Martina. And Dina Martina. Um, speaking of all that wonderful stuff in P-Town, coming up uh, in a couple of months, at the conclusion of our standard season of 15 yes. episodes, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. we're doing a special uh, Another Winter in a Summer Town mini-season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. will feature some of our favorite acts from Provincetown as well as Fire Island, including yes. um, some wonderful drag queens, Pixie Aventura, and uh, um, legendary Marla Rich Marmon, and um, Tony Award-winning Broadway star Faith Prince. Absolutely. And, and um, the, the pop-belting Jekyll Hyde star search legend Linda Etter. Yes. It's going to be a good time when the temperatures drop. Drop. Broken record, broken record, broken record. Well, we could not be more excited to be sitting here with Countess Luanne Delaseps, my yes. friend. My friend. My, my favorite cabaret star. Everybody's favorite cabaret star. <laughs> I mean, coast to coast. Well, I've got the best director in uh, town, so. Go on. I go do. On. I do. Go on. I'm a lucky girl. 
Well, it's so great. I mean, I've been doing this podcast just for a few weeks, and the first thing everybody says is, when is Luang going to be on? When is Luang going to be on? <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, you just can't, you know, ruin the surprise at the very That's beginning. Right. That's right. right. Well, now now they'll all get their, their dream come true. <laughs> and I love that the album you wanted to talk about is Madonna's first album. I mean, oh, my God. When I was in the 80s, you know, yeah. driving down the highway in my Cadillac, I had one of yes. these huge Cadillacs, you know, the... El Dorado. Yes. Mm-hmm. My mother had it. And, uh, she what year, do you remember what year it was? Oh, Dorado. my gosh. I, I don't, but it had to be like 70-something. Oh, like a boat. A boat. Yeah. It was like driving around my living room Oh, that's couch, so fabulous. You know, and, and sometimes I'd have my girlfriend's drive so I could sit in the back and put my feet yeah. out the window oh, and yes. listen to Holiday, you know, and oh. sing at the top of my lungs. Borderline. That was Borderline. my Borderline. Oh, me oh, too. My Borderline. I mean, that was my... Go to mm-hmm. like happy music. album for driving too especially with the windows down in the summer yeah exactly it's so fun and you know um, everything I love happy yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is such a field I mean no song more than holiday right instantly that I mean what was was it the girly show or blonde ambition one of her tours from the 90s where the opening number was holiday Mm -hmm. and just when that that instrumental starts you just the electricity goes Yeah. yeah It's by far my fave. I mean, one of my, one of my favorite memories. Of all I mean, time. so let me ask you because I know doing the kind of stuff that we're doing, cabaret, where you sing like the standards and the more jazz kind of stuff, was really like always your dream as a performer, singing mm-hmm. at dinners and all that kind of thing. I you discovered know? Peggy Lee. Don't ask me. But that makes sense, you know, that yeah. as a singer that you would gravitate toward that. Yeah. But when you would listen to like Madonna, because mm-hmm. it's funny, long before you did. I mean, we started the cabaret show two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's the beginning of your professional cabaret career. But you recorded your first club single ten years ago, two thousand nine. Two thousand ten years, years ago. ago, exactly. So I mean, you got in the Madonna business long before you got into the 
Liza Minnelli. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So what did like? Would you have in those days when you were listening to Madonna? Did you think, oh, this is something I ever want to do, or were you just mm. was it just as a fan? I was strictly a fan. Yeah, I was like, I could never be Madonna, which, you know, I still am not. <laughs> but I mean, but that, but even Madonna, I mean, that's the thing about Madonna is that's so fabulous. It's like, it's about the star. It's about how she, mm-hmm. whether it's Madame X or Ray of Light or, you know, um, American Life, each of these things is a new reinvention. The, mm-hmm. She shapeshifts mm-hmm. to each of these, you know. Right. I mean. To what's going on in the world. So. Yeah. I, that's why I'm trying to, with you, work together to reinvent our show. Yes. And keep it always different yes. and exciting and, and, you know, so I'm excited about well, Mary F. Kill. Well, we're very excited Kill. about Mary F. Kill. We can uh, say it on the pod. Mary fuck Kill. Oh, Mary fuck Kill. Okay, fine. T- tell that. Tell our It's just listeners. early in the morning, so I try not to curse until afternoon. <laughs> no fucking in the morning. <laughs> um, tell our listeners how this because this really is an idea that came, well, came from the fans from the fans from the audience and you know I always get inspiration even for my music from <clears throat> the, my surroundings yeah the housewives mm-hmm. you know that's you know Money Can't Buy a Class I will not tell you who that was inspired by but well, I think you it can it applies guess. to many though <laughs> it applies to many exactly so I was inspired by the audience because un- without a doubt, every cabaret show, as you know, one of the audience members always asks during our Q&A, mm-hmm. you know, who would you marry, who would you F, and who would you kill? So, uh, so... I after- tell people first And of I all. didn't get it. I didn't get it until after the hundredth time <laughs> that... This should it's, be the name of the next yeah, show. It's a movement. Yeah, it's, it's a, a movement. movement. It's become it a is thing. everywhere. I mean, Daniel can tell us more. Maybe like outside of our like Countess and Friends world, you see it everywhere now. I mean, it's always been around, yeah. but somehow something happened in the population yeah. in the last couple of years. Well, I remember in college, I did an art project where we had to design. Uh, it was a graphic design class. We had to design our own board game. Yeah. And I designed a game called MFK, Mary Fuck. No. Oh, we need to look at that because yeah. maybe we'll steal and from And I have like a deck of cards <laughs> and each, each card We need a, a new game, game on it. Yes. Yeah, we're going to yeah. have a lot of games. The new show's going to be very interactive because the audience has been... I have to tell them, this is so funny what happened with the Q&A in Luann's show because when we started the show, we didn't have a Q&A. Right. And early on, our friend and mentor, the godfather of Countess and Friends, Richard J. Alexander, who's the mm-hmm. greatest cabaret director in history mm-hmm. and directs Barbara Streisand and Kristen Chenoweth's show on Broadway right now. Right, and, yeah. Um, and, uh, and our mutual friend, Desmond Child. Um, but Richard uh, said, you should have her do a Q&A They'll love it. And of course, Luann, as a Carol Burnett fan, was like, oh yes, my God, that's so right. fun. And Richard must have given me an hour, you know how Richard can talk, and at least an hour of advice on how to handle mm-hmm. it and to protect Luann mm-hmm. from the audience so she can handle any question that comes her way. And I kept thinking, you know, Luann's really good. She's really good. No, but you got to be ready because they could do all kinds of shit. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And can I, every single, and you'll tell that I'm not making this up, every single one is a softball. The questions, if it's not Mary Fuck Kill, it's like, what's your secret to being so young and beautiful always? <laughs> How are you the perfect mother? Like, uh-huh. every, they, there's not a question that's not just like your publicist could have written it. No, 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 there is one quick question and it has to do with the fucking part. Is who's the best lay? Yes. Who is the best lay of Tom, you know, yes. Harry, and yeah. Jacques? Yeah. yeah. So we have to do something with the show yes. with Tom, Harry, and Jacques. Yes, Tom, 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 Jack, Harry. Tom Jack, or Harry. Yeah. Right. 
Tom, Dick, and Harry. I was listening to that song, Kiss Me, Kate. Um, any Tom, Dick, or Harry? Any Tom, Harry, or Dick? I was like, if we could make it Jacques, it would really work. Well, you know, I think it's a fun thing. I mean, Jacques could just be considered the dick because he was the best play. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Dude. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> Jacques, the French... Jewish stand-up comedian. Yes. Former lover of Luann. Yes. Still a very good friend. Well, lover, not even. He was a serious boyfriend serious for four boyfriend. and a half years. Yeah. Was oh, it? Four wow. and a half years. Four and a half years. We lived together. Noel was a teenager. Um, he LTR. helped me through, like, the most difficult time of one's life, which is the teenage children years. Yeah. And, well, you um, were newly divorced. I was newly divorced. He was a rock for me um, in many ways. In many ways. <laughs> 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 well, Jacques, now, it even rhymes with rock. This is, is that might need to be a lyric in your new Mary Fuck Kill song. That's Jack what I'm saying. This is all material for All material. Well, good thing it. we're recording it. I know. That's what I'm saying. I love it. <laughs> I love so, um, and of course, we can't forget about my super agent. Yes, well, that, uh, oh, are we, what's the story with that nowadays? Well, Rich Super, who has made the cabaret tour so yes. massive, massive. Uh, with Live Nation. I mean, the fact that we even call it a cabaret tour is kind of ridiculous. I mean, people, we started in New York, I think New Yorkers assume that, like, we played 54 Below in New York, that we're playing mm-hmm. those types of venues. But you're playing the, the Chicago, Chicago Theater, Theater, the mm-hmm. Warner Theater, the Wiltern, yeah. the, the Mirage, the Borgata, I yeah. mean, you know, don't even get me started on the Major enormous casinos. casinos. I mean, yeah. at first I thought, oh, I can't, I can't do such a big room because I was so comfortable with 54 Below. Yeah. And I said, you know, it has to be like my living room because mm. I feel like that's what the show is all about. You're really in my living it's room. That intimacy. And you're my so guest. And, and how. And Daniel's seen it at 54 Below twice, yes. I think. Yeah, 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 twice, yeah. And I saw it in front So then, you know, we took oh, it yes. to the big stages and theaters, and um, I was surprised. Now I really am into playing the big venues. Well, first of all, and the, my living room has become enormous. It's a huge <laughs> living room. That's a <laughs> living room. That's it. to be that much bigger of a hostess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what, did you ever see Madonna live, by the way? I have never seen Madonna live. Well, first of all, we have to fix that. We have to and fix that. And I want to go with yeah. you. <laughs> That's the photo I want to be in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would love to go. And she's coming to New York. I think soon. we just missed the Madame Brooklyn. Max engagement in New York. That's what yeah. our, our friends were complaining about, that their tickets got moved and then they couldn't go to the following right. day. But that was like, she is doing the opposite thing you're doing. You were moving from the small, intimate venues mm-hmm. to the big theaters. Yeah. Madonna, for the first time in decades, was doing this in a... Um, in smaller, more intimate venues what, what, after what playing the stadiums. Doing? It was a small space in Brooklyn. Right. But you understand why she would do that. I don't think it's that small, though. Well, relative to her Yeah, stadiums. relative to her, yeah. You know, it's moving sure. in that direction. Right. But I mean, I have to say, having worked with you now in these large theaters, I don't miss it at all. I would never go back. I don't care if I never <laughs> see a cabaret again. That wall of love that you get when you walk out on the oh stage, just... it's so intense. I mean... I think people have to see the show to understand it because it's like, it's beyond what they would feel for a regular performer Mm -hmm. because rightly or wrongly, they know you, you know, they may, maybe there's, you know, obviously the reality cameras, it's an edit. People don't, you know, it's not the same thing as being your friend, but certainly more than they are with the real Madonna or the real Liza Minnelli. Mm -hmm. They have such an investment in your life and your Well, and they have access to me, I think. You know, and I think that's important in terms of um, them identifying with me and rooting for me. Mm -hmm. So it's really, um, it's really intimate in that way because, you know, I've put my life out there and they, you know, are are there for me and, you know, and, and in the same way when they come to my show. 
And I think when they come to the show, they're, you know, not sure what to expect. Right. And they, they come away with like, yeah. oh my God, that was great. Totally. You know, yeah. and they had such a good time and it's, it's a happy show. It's, um, it's a fun show. It's a sexy show. So I think they're surprised. That's the advantage of the expectation game also, I think, because over the years when the different women on The Real Housewives have um, needed like a storyline on the show, they or even if it wasn't for the storyline on the show, even if it was just to capitalize like you do on business of having the exposure, they would release a product or do a project and it would be featured on the show. And sometimes it would be sort of like a non-starter. You wouldn't hear about it again. Right. You know, and that's natural for the course of reality TV. Mm-hmm. But I think what we have so much as like, you know, money in our pocket doing your show is that no matter how many successes we have, people are going to come in a little bit thinking like, oh, this is like a housewife doing like a toaster launch, you know? And then they see you thriving in this thing that actually is more your calling than Mm -hmm. being a a reality star is a random Mm -hmm. thing that happened to you. Cabaret singer is actually what you always, always dreamed of and did, you know? Well, I think a lot of people don't know that I come from a variety show background, you know, working in Italian television. The professional side, they don't know. I mean, I as a fan didn't even know that stuff until... I guess it was when I read your book, but even that was really when we were already starting to talk. Yeah, and, and I stuff. just skimmed over the top of it yeah. really in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, right, it's just a few sentences, something that was actually, what, like two years of your life that you had a job that you went to every day. Yeah. That was reality. Yeah, yeah, and I ended up, you know, becoming a star of Italian television. And, you know, I've always loved um, the spotlight, you know, being a model and then moving into television in Italy. I was very lucky to, to land that job. And then, you know, I just felt there was something missing and came back to the States to pursue television again. And yeah. then the Housewives just came to me and it's been a great platform, for obviously, sure. for my music um, and now, you know, for my cabaret. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, speaking of, like, the reality phenomenon, because, I mean, you were really kind of at the beginning. I mean, there were reality shows in the several years leading up to Real Housewives. But yeah, there was really only... You know, the Osbournes and the competition exactly. shows in the real world. But and then, for Bravo, it was... Um, top Chef or America's Next Top Model. Um, no, the one with Carson Kressley. Oh, Queer Eye, yeah. sure. Queer Eye. But even that really was like a very... Um, you know, it wasn't about Carson's personal life or the other guy's personal. You know, they just went into the mm-hmm. the people. The, it was like Queen for a day, or what's that show from the fifties? Mm-hmm. You know, just the regular person. Mm-hmm. But Real Housewives was the, was the beginning of, I think, the modern reality TV as we know it. You know. Mm-hmm. For the last time, I am not on Ozempic. I made one little joke on this podcast, and everybody started calling me out, texting me, calling me cringe, whatever. I really was asked by people if I was on Ozempic, and as I told them, I am not. I am just eating factors, no prep, no mess meals, okay? Warmer, sunnier days are coming. Fire Island season is here. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you can kickstart a new healthy routine what are you waiting for with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week you'll always have new flavors to explore 
crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. And kitchen time is kept to a minimum. They are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleanup. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or just simply to eat well balanced. Head to factormeals.com slash giants in the sky 50 and use code giants in the sky 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code giants in the sky 50 at factormeals.com slash giants in the sky 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But, like, I mean, I think back as a Madonna fan, you know, I mean, that movie, Truth or Dare, yeah. was so, um, in a way, it was really the precursor to all of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in, it feels so much like Madonna gave birth to this whole era of social media and, and reality TV because she did that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and, and I'm sure she was very hands-on in the editing of that movie, as you would be, you know? Right. But, like, you know, just the scenes of her in her bathrobe in a hotel suite on tour, mm-hmm. that is very familiar to me with you yeah. right? what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, what we're that's doing. the business, Yeah, right? maybe not of that caliber, but certainly of... of um of a major theater caliber. Yeah, you know, for sure. Not stadiums, not but... Sta- not yet. Not, you know. you, well, you've got your first... Uh, I mean... BravoCon. You, you did have the honor of collaborating with me on Feeling Giovanni, but I don't quite have the track record of people you're going to collaborate with next. And, you know, your next songs could really take you there. You yeah, know? well, you listen, you know, Desmond Child has written amazing music for so many people. So, many so people. I'm so excited that... Um, we're going to be working on a song together. That's very cool. And mm-hmm. of course, he wrote "Living La Vida Loca" for Ricky Martin, and mm-hmm. some of these songs for Gloria Stefan, yes. and his own stuff. And yeah. I, some weird like '80s rock songs. I'm forgetting which, but not even like Latin or anything like that. I mean, just so... I think even Katy Perry too. Oh yeah, of course, more recent stuff yeah. for sure. Well, yeah. because he's a hit maker. He's a hit maker. Um, and uh, make me a hit. hit that maker. sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking it should be along the lines of Mary F. Kill because that's where my head's at right for now. For sure, yeah. You know? Well, like we said, I mean, it's the same thing we said about doing the show with that, is that, like, it's such a universal thing right now, mm-hmm. and no one is really, like... I mean, a lot of people are tweeting funny. I told you that guy's tweet the other day, you know, and, like, people do um, Mary F. Kill memes, but no one has, right. like, cashed in on it yet, you know? Right. And it, it it's such a... It's such a fun game to play. It deserves to... My poster's are already out there, people, okay? So nobody Beautiful. can steal Mary F. No, Kill. trademark. It's already on the road. <laughs> I'm already getting booked in January and February That's and March right. and April. And yeah. I'm back in L.A., I think, in May. Yes. We're back in L.A. Yeah. in May. On the road again. On the road again with a totally new show. So, yeah. Um, and a new set, you know, working on a new oh, set. Oh, yeah, we had that. an exciting meeting about that last night. Mm-hmm. So you've got lots of stuff going on with... The cabaret mm-hmm. 
quote-unquote cabaret, really large concert tour, mm-hmm. and, um, and you have a new song you're working on. Mm-hmm. And um, do you want to say anything about uh, this book that I heard you Yeah, about? well, I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming. I just felt like I had to get through that major uh, trauma in my life um, of what happened in Florida and to get to this point where I can actually put it behind me and I feel like writing this book is going to help do that for me you know yeah. it's kind of therapy because um, a lot of people don't know what happened to me yeah. yeah, they don't know that you know the police officer that arrested me is in jail for making false arrests <laughs> uh, and it's important and I you know I think what ha- what happened to me could happen to a lot of people and um, so I just want to tell my part of the story yeah. and you know from really from the beginning you know yeah. like mm-hmm. where um I would have the gumption to go to a hotel that I got married in <laughs> yeah. to celebrate, you know, the holidays mm-hmm. uh, in the first place and why I would do that and why one thing led to the next. And if one thing had gone differently that night, it would have never yeah. happened to me, yeah. but it was just meant to be. And it was like this cosmic universe yeah. thing that just had to happen to me. Yeah. And, uh, and it was really a wake up call and it was really, something that I've learned so much from about myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the book is really about that journey, about, you know, from the very beginning and how I ended up where I did and and how, you know, when I was knocked down to my knees uh, and, you know, alone in rehab on New Year's Mm -hmm. Eve, Mm -hmm. uh, I said, you know, I'm more scared of not doing this cabaret show than I am Mm -hmm. of doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just had to do it. Yeah. It was, you know, against all odds, everybody's like, oh no, it's too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You know, you're just getting out of rehab. You know, this is, I went on the cabaret stage, I think in March. February. February. Yeah. Okay, even worse. I got a rehab in February, the end of January. Yeah. I went on stage in February yeah. and mm-hmm. filmed for The Real Housewives yes. on top of it. So not only was I on the cabaret stage, yeah. but with television cameras watching me. So yeah. it was a lot of pressure. Um, but like I said, you know, I feel like if I hadn't done it, yeah. I just, I couldn't live with that. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, are you someone, we talk about this all the time, uh, like the Joan Rivers documentary where she always says, like, my biggest fear is not being busy. Like, are you someone like that who yes. thrives on yes. a full schedule and, and yes. that kind of helps clear your head and keep you in the I'm zone. a busybody. I'm in Madison, Wisconsin this weekend. And Minneapolis. And Minneapolis. <laughs> where I went to rehab, that, by the way. <laughs> where you went to rehab. Okay, I love it. I'm going to be in your rehab town. Um, and then I'm back in New York for BravoCon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to L.A. to do The Doctors and Extra and all these entertainment shows to promote the cabaret show, obviously. Cramming them in quickly before Thanksgiving. Quickly before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then I have Thanksgiving and I have a little bit of a break. No. Thanksgiving's and a Thursday. We have a show uh, on Saturday uh, starting our Christmas tour. The November 30th show. Yeah. In, at the, yeah, Thanksgiving's at the, the 28th. Wellmont? That's the Wellmont yeah. in New Jersey. In New- so, but you don't have much of a break in between. No, but I have also. Um, uh, then we're going on a housewives trip. Right after that, oh. first right week of after that, yeah. first week of December. Where, where's so, that trip to? Um, 
I can't tell you. Oh, you have to tell Otherwise, I'd have to kill you. Well, we can say this much. It's going to be a really I'd fancy... I'd have to marry Ever kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be a really fancy house somewhere, and you're going to be locked up with each other exactly. in it. Exactly. Biting each other's Don't worry, it's going to be fabulous. Wherever fabulous. we're going is going to be fabulous, but, you know, uh, it's top secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, can we ask you about something from the Housewives that I believe is not top secret? And uh, if it is, you can tell us <laughs> Shut up. But that Tinsley is gone from the show now. Oh, we like can't talk ago. about that. But I mean, that's all over the news, right? Is it? Is that, yeah. I mean, so, I asked you after reading about it online. Well, I saw her name for BravoCon, so I think she's coming to BravoCon. So she's still in the Bravo family. She's at still least. in the Bravo family. At I, least. Wow. I believe so. That's, that's, well, we, I, I have a new housewife, though. Oh, yes. And that's so, not announced. And yet. it's going to be announced I, oh, very at BravoCon. Very exciting. Oh, wow. Yeah. When is BravoCon the date? Uh, the 15th through the 17th of November. Okay. I would try to promote Luann's show there but it's been sold out for the month oh forget it it's sold out literally in minutes a minute yeah a minute yeah. it's sold out so, so what do you have planned for that will you have like I don't I mean it's I assume it's a booth well there's like, panels yeah, and yeah, yeah. there's you know um, doing Watch What Happens Live like they so. all do but Luann is the closing I'm event the of closing the whole event convention of oh, wow. it's a, a very special edition oh, the Countess and Friends oh, yeah Hammerstein Ballroom yeah the theater looks gorgeous with fabulous red curtains yeah and you know, and I'm coming out with a new song. I mean, the, you know, starting off the show with a, uh, a new song and and new stories on the diary. Oh yes! And the Q and A is always fun, and this one's going to be huge. Oh, it's because gonna be, I need security. You're going to need security. You're going to need help. You're going to need a lot of protection. I think you're going to need protection. You should come. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I would love to. Although I can't get him in. Don't invite him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah. know, you can't get, get anybody into BravoCon. No. I had a girlfriend call me up and go, "Oh, I want to come with you and I'll help you." I was like, "I, I, I can't." You Unfortunately, no. Yes. Wow, yeah. that's so good. Yeah. They have yeah. to they have to disguise themselves as a mannequin and a Giovanni. If they <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have all my Giovanni and all my you know Countess and Friends merch, and oh, uh, yes. Evan you know wants to run the merch booth. So I'm like, oh, cool. he's chomping at the bit for I that. Know. Well, now I'm like, that's the only way to get in. Show. I know, right? It's the only way to Seriously. get in. He's like, I'll do the merch booth. You know. Now um, uh, speaking of merch, don't you have some uh, like special treats for us? Special treats. Yeah, like of the edible merch variety. Yeah. I was told we were going to have a an on-air... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Are we bringing edibles? Oh, my God. I didn't edibles. Know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not in L.A. Oh, I know I've got, got jewelry. No, I, I, don't know. I won't eat. It's not a candy necklace. Oh, we got to talk about the jewelry, by the way. Oh, oh, edible. Oh, this. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Should I take a bite out? Yeah, I mean, this is a visual I, I have to take describe. a bite right now. Luann has a cookie with her face on it that is so amazing. Oh my God. And this was given to me by uh, Dorinda at a tea party. Oh, oh did she so, get them for everybody? Uh huh. It's beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. I want to see it. Oh, no. Right I on. think the new housewife brought these. Oh, lovely. Mm. It looks take like, a bite, bite out of myself. It looks a lot like the you on my jacket. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> mm, I'm good. Yay. Um, Amazing. And we have a Giovanni jacket over there. Look at this. Oh, there's another one? There's another one. You want to see it? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Giovanni jacket. By the way, Giovanni still has Giovanni jackets. Oh, right. And this is for a charity. Oh, they're my website, right? Yeah. Don't these support some they support women women who have been incarcerated. So every jacket you buy supports women who have been incarcerated. Oh, that's fab. I yes. don't get it, see a penny from it. And 
and they're gorgeous, really fun. Yeah, it's like a it's like a silver glitter bomber jacket. It looks yeah. gorgeous. And I've gorgeous. got one in the closet. I'll show you. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's see. Is there anything else we want to ask about uh, Luann's Madonna Madonna obsession or um, mm. what were the other like uh, artists that were inspiring to you besides Madonna? Stevie Nicks. Stevie yes. Rumors. Stevie. Yeah. Rumors. What was your favorite song on Rumors? Um. Oh, what's one? Um, now here you go again, you say. Mm. You oh, want uh, your freedom. No. Now who <laughs> am I to keep yeah. you down? What about like I mean I know I well I know you sang with Natalie Cole but I know you were a huge oh Natalie fan Cole of Natalie Cole I always think of Natalie I think Cole. you know what oh. for Mary F Kill we should put L O V E back in the show. I sang it with you'll Natalie never, Cole and Billy Stretch that. also. For, what was that like? For uh, well, you sing at, with at Billy Stretch all the time. <laughs> no, no, but the first time I met Billy was performing at Town Hall. Yes, well, that was Jim Caruso at Town Hall, and you had Liza Minnelli, Liza Cheetah Minnelli, Rivera, Cheetah Rivera, Lucy Arnaz, oh. and Luann De La Sabso. And I think Marilyn May was in that too. Marilyn oh, May yeah. was in that too. Love all the no greats. pressure. I yeah, was no like, pressure. but what did Liza say to you after you did your number? Oh, she. When I came off the stage, yeah. Liza Minnelli said to me, "Well done, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well done, honey. Good job, honey. No, she said, good job, honey. <laughs> like that with her cigarette and her drink in her hand. Good job, honey. <laughs> right in front of the nose. Oh my God, we were smoking cigarettes out in the alley before she went in to do New York, New York. Ooh, I love it. Well, that's that, her warm up. That has got to be a rite of passage for a cabaret star to smoke a cigarette in the alley with Liza Minnelli. Oh my God! And then she invited me to her birthday party. I went to Liza's birthday. <gasps> Where was that? At her apartment in New York. Oh, you lived my dream. I, didn't I know went that. to Liza's birthday party. With the Warhols. Oh and my. God, it was amazing. And then one person after the other was just getting up and singing, and oh, she how sang fabulous. too. Fabulous. Who yeah. sang? Who was there? Liza. Um, oh, God. Like well, Billy. Jim. I'm sure was playing. Billy. Um, um, Michael Feinstein. Michael Feinstein. It was just amazing. Oh, my night. God. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, yeah. maybe that'll make its way into a story in the show now that I've got that under my. Uh, yeah. Under my, under no, my, it was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. Well, you're incredible. This thank, is so fabulous. Thank to you, be Ben. In I'm your so happy. Beautiful apartment. Thank here. you. I'm loving my new apartment. I'm so happy oh, to be in Victoria's art above your head. Yes, oh, Victoria Dela Sapsley. I love her. And Noelle. Look at Noelle's work is over here. That's a painting from Noelle. Oh, really? I haven't hung yes, it up yet, yeah, but that's Noelle's work. Yes. Well, well, we'll um, we'll, uh, we'll encourage everybody to follow the whole family. Right. Yeah. Um, we right. love you. And well, speaking of Mary Fuck Kill, we have our. Oh own yes, girl I forgot the game. How can I forget the game? We have our own. We have our own game. Pod. It's called Dolly Concert Kill. Okay. So you, we're going to give you three performers. 
thank you. I can't, usually I remember that. And you choose one you want to see star in Hello, Dolly! on Broadway. Okay. One you want to see in a concert, and one that you want to kill. Okay. Um, so we have to give her Madonna. Madonna. Stevie Nicks. And now Madonna I have to see in concert. Madonna in concert. Mm-hmm. We've already established We just already said that. Right. So then uh, you have, uh, what did we say? Natalie Stevie Cole, Nicks. Stevie Nicks. One for kill, what? One for Hello, Dolly. One to kill. Well, Natalie's gone, so we'll so, have to do so. Stevie That's Nicks. A <laughs> she got away easy on this one. Good job. I love Stevie Natalie. Nicks rest is Dolly. Rest God, rest Stevie Nicks is Dolly would be trippy. That would be trippy. Can Stevie Nicks is Dolly could totally shoot. Oh my God. It would all be just black lace yeah. coming down that stairs. Black lace no everywhere. Dress, yeah. Black. All right. You're going to have to draw a picture of that. I yeah. see that. Fabulous. All right. All right. We love thank you, Luann. Thank you, guys. Yay. Thanks for listening to Ben Rimmelauer's Broken Records on Broadway World. For more episodes, visit Broadway World, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts do be. <laughs> Come back next week for legendary columnist Michael Musto coming in to chat about Diana Ross and the Supremes, sing and perform Funny Girl. Other upcoming guests include cabaret goddess Natalie Douglas, Tony Award-winning lyricist and director Scott Whitman, and Tony-winning star Laura Benanti. This episode was edited by me, Daniel Nolan. Thanks to Emmy-winning composer and lyricist Lance Horn for the Broken Records theme song. Follow us both, Ben Rimmelauer and Daniel Nolan, on all y'all socials. That's Ben Rimmelauer. B-E-N-R-I-M-A-L-O-W-E-R. And that's Nolan with an E, not Nolan with an A. It's Nolan with an A, isn't it? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.